Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous, a weekly podcast made by gamers for gamers. We discuss retro gaming and issues that gamers care about. We also review indie games and popular titles. Here are your hosts, Bad Gamer Bishop, Bad Gamer Garrick, and Bad Gamer Crowley. Wait, do these idiots not know what anonymous means? Get good scrubs. I can either get good or use a thesaurus. This is Bad Gamers Anonymous. Uh, I am your host, Mr. Crowley. Uh, as always, we are joined uh, with by by our co-host, our friend, our our gamer uh, galore. It's Garrick. Gamer galore, Garrick. I love the alliteration. I knew that you would. I don't think anybody else will. This is uh, E3 Reaction Show. It's Tuesday, June. I don't even know what the date is. Twelfth. And it's late at night, and I am tired, and we are going to do this. It's almost June 13th, your time. (laughs) It is almost June 13th, my time. I'm going to try to get this out tomorrow, which would be June 13th. I was going to try to get it out tonight, but I think I'd rather sleep. So it's been a long long few days. But uh, I do have some news. My my sighting is done. Yay! The project's not, but at least the sighting's done, and the house looks very nice. I can't wait to get pictures up. On our Discord, which you can join our Discord in the show notes if you <laughs> so choose. Look at that. Always pimping. Always pimping. Um, how was your weekend since we haven't spoken in just a few days, Garrick? It, it's been intense. I've been very busy trying to watch E3 while taking care of a screaming child. Well, that sounds ridiculous. All the it way is. around. Yes. Not it just is. a screaming child. Trust me, this is going to be your first Father's Day this this coming weekend, isn't it? It is. I've already spoiled one of the surprises my wife is getting. <laughs> nice. We, well, we got something from Amazon. I was, or It wasn't Amazon. We just got a package in the mail. And she was out of town for the weekend. And, you, and so you I opened it. I you opened, opened it, it up yeah. thinking it was like diapers or wipes or something that I needed to make for the baby. Sure. Just something that was my responsibility. Turns out it is my responsibility. It's a whole bunch of Rocky Patel cigars. Nice. Very nice. Uh, That's actually, see, I don't get it. See, when when your second Father's Day rolls around, there's no surprises. Uh, Because (laughs) I I told my wife exactly what I wanted for Father's Day, which was peace and quiet. So I am getting Ah. a a nice uh, $100, $130 bottle of scotch and uh, some cigars. And my Sunday is planned to sit outside. Excellent. Drink some scotch, smoke some cigars, and have some peace and friggin' quiet. So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's my other gift is gonna be some scotch. Yeah, nice. There you go. Like uh, a, a, a friend of ours on uh, from another place and time. Uh, SP uh, Stargate Pioneer. Uh, like if you want to get into podcasting, if you have any questions about podcasting, video casting, like he's the guy to go to. Uh, Stargate Pioneer, you can check out his stuff. And if I remembered the name of all of his podcasts and stuff, like you could check him out. But he does do like a Marvel, uh, like a, a a Marvel podcast as well. You can check him out. Uh, and I, it's something I don't remember the name. I wish I did, but I don't. It's late. I'm sorry, Stargate. I don't even think you listen to my show, so it's fine. Uh, but he uh, he 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 suggested a, a McKellen number two uh, bottle of scotch. So that's what I have coming. I'm very much looking forward to it. Excellent. So what have you been playing? Like, what games have you been playing while you have been watching E3 and watching A Screaming Child? (laughs) I've kind of been jumping all over the place. I got back into Fallout 4 because I'm super stoked for Fallout 76. Um, I really badly want uh, another MMO again. I'm at that phase again. Uh, Yeah. Garrick's monthly MMO phase. So (laughs) I'm trying to hop back into Elder Scrolls Online. That time Um, of the month, Garrick wants an MMO. Yep. Exactly. That's about it. I thanks for asking. Uh, instead of dropping f bombs, uh, uh, Star Lord uh, joined uh, BGA Bad Gamers Anonymous Hockey League. So we've been playing some six on six with myself, Jonesy Shiner, and now Star Lord. It's uh, been kind of fun. We've actually been doing a lot better six on six than we do three on three. I don't know why. I still blow. So, but it's a lot of fun uh, hanging out with those guys in PS4 chat uh, and and playing. Uh, I've also I downloaded I, I bought the the Far Cry Five DLC season pass, so I got uh, Hours of Darkness, is the name of the first DLC that you get. Plus, you get a bunch of stuff that you can use in the regular game. And I have to say, I was pleasantly surprised. Twelve hours of gameplay for the very first DLC, and that's full completion, everything complete, nothing left off the list. 
And that was, I didn't even cheat. Didn't use the Google machine. I was able to do it myself. It's a lot of fun going through uh, the jungles of Vietnam and taking out some of the Viet Cong. Charlie was all over me, but uh, Charlie got taken out. So that was fun. And I also, I broke down and I bought Mario Odyssey. Before uh, we, we go to our game of the month this month, uh, Mario Tennis Aces, for that launches. And it's kind of fun, but it's also kind of meh. Uh, I don't know what I was expecting. I like how you can go back to a 2D side-scroller in some of these uh, uh, levels, some of these worlds. I, guess, I don't even know what they are. But it's fun, but I'm only a few hours into it, so we'll see. We'll see if my we'll meh see. holds up. I don't know. Get maybe, maybe we'll do a further review on that. And and this DLC for Far Cry Five this weekend, because we'll have a regular show this weekend as well. So look forward to that. Bad gamers yeah. anonymous coming at you with all kinds of content. So. We just can't stop. We can't, won't stop something. I don't know. I can't do things. It's late. Let's jump into it because there was a ton of stuff at E3. I mean, there was regardless of what you thought of E3 as a conference overall. Uh, there was a ton of stuff that came out, and we'll we'll get at the very end. We'll go cover our our overall like what we thought of the conference. So look forward to that. Uh, so we'll just start how they started. EA kicked the whole shindig off. Like what what uh, what what stuck out to you at EA's conference or press conference or presser? I mean, the main thing is just how much they still suck. <laughs> yes. Suck it, Cam. Shiner, Shiner bought a P uh, or an Xbox. Why? I don't know why. I was like, did you need why, a paperweight? I, he wanted to play Seaman Thieves, but whatever. Why? You can no, do that on PC. Yeah, he's playing State of Decay, too. I don't know. Well, that's worth it. You can also play that on PC. I know. I don't know what he's doing. Anyway, Microsoft, they're, yeah, they still suck. So let's just, Battlefield 5. I mean, did anybody think they weren't going to talk Battlefield 5? Yeah, I mean, that was probably the biggest thing of the show, and even then we didn't get anything. No, we really didn't. They did lean hard on the customization features being added to it, but and, mm -hmm. and they stressed the no loot boxes, no randomization. Again. No season pass. Yep. It's, it's <laughs> I mean, they're, they're trying to make amends. Uh, yeah, they really are. Yeah, but I don't know if this is the way to do it. If they want to make amends... Give us a Star Wars game that doesn't suck. Um, monetization will be in the form of direct purchases for Battlefield, but it's not going to be pay to win, right? They, they yeah, stress no, that. as far as we know, it's purely cosmetic. Right. So you can make your unhistorically or, or your inaccurate historicity of, I can't, I, it's so late, Garrick. It's hard for the words to form. You can make your historically inaccurate woman on the front lines look even more historically inaccurate through direct purchases. Make her in a pink outfit. <laughs> yes. Because diversity. I, I, I don't know if you can, but Probably. shout out to Darth Vader. You know what? Maybe you can put her in a pink Darth Vader outfit. God, I hope so. <laughs> I, How amazing would that be? For that. I would too, but just because they're kind of like, all right, fine. Well, you you know, you kind of stuck it to us with... with uh, Battlefront 2, let we're gonna troll you with Battle Battlefield 5. Yeah. <laughs> like I think that would be great. They won't do it, but it'd be no. great. Uh and then to nobody's surprise, they also talked sports balls. Sports balls. Sports balls. NBA, like they talked NBA Live 19. Do people play Ooh. NBA Live over 2K? No, and it surprises me every year. <laughs> That they're still making this game. It's like every year RBI baseball comes out. It's like, who's playing this? Xbox people, because they don't have anything else. Oh, poor Xbox people, you suckers that spent $300 on a useless system. Useless. Oh, just That's recently. If they had got it day one, they spent 500 So useless. It's like... <laughs> it's like uh, going with... What was, what was the Microsoft equivalent to, to Blu-ray? Do you remember that back in the day when we had the, the Blu-ray oh. versus HD? Was that it? I don't know. I don't remember. No, I don't think they ever had anything. Yeah, did they? they did. There was some. I worked at Best Buy at the time, and it was a big thing. I just don't remember what it was. Uh, that just shows you how much it failed. It's yeah. It's kind of like Betamax. Ah, uh, Betamax and Laserdisc. Well, Laserdisc wasn't bad. Look, listen to the basement. Which I'll be on the basement episode three. It'll just be me and Albert. 
Uh, so look forward to that. I'm looking forward to, to, to that. I, I meant to mention that at the beginning of the show, but it's so late. And Crowley is so old and so tired. Uh, and NBA Live 19 was the thing they talked about. So I was all over the place with this. Um, let's talk about Battlefront 2 because they did. I don't know. Yeah, they, they brought it up again, talking about their their current ongoing Han Solo stuff and their upcoming uh, uh, Star Wars Clone Wars. Yeah, I don't care. And I want to know who does care, because this game is not good. N- well, no, that said, I did redownload it yeah. so I can get back into it. There has been some discussion on another Discord in a galaxy far, far away, the CantinaCast Discord, of people wanting to get back into it. And then there was nothing. And it could be that they just left me out of the conversation because they knew that I would just poo-poo it. Which, I mean, that makes sense. Right. If they're smart, that's what they did. I would leave me out of that conversation because Mm -hmm. the game's just terrible. And I said I would never reinstall it, but there was some discussion about it. I kind of left myself out of the discussion. I didn't say anything. I wanted to see how much interest there was. And then it just, I, it, either it never happened, it never materialized, or they just did it and didn't tell me, which is fine. But I wouldn't, I, I just, I don't see the reason to do it. So we, we talked about this before, right? So Solo is going to be the first Star Wars movie to lose money. Mm-hmm. I don't know why anyone's playing this game. I Look, and it could be that Star Wars is just geared towards kids, but I never got into Clone Wars. Did you get into Clone Wars? No, not at all. Yeah. I, have a, I have a friend who did, and he says it's really good in the it's second not. season, I think. Yeah, it's not. I'm not I'm not into it. I tried to watch it. I really did. I, I put effort into watching it and tried to get into it because I am such a huge Star Wars fan, and I could get nothing out of it. It was just it was a little bit of ridiculous. There were several episodes that I liked, and by several I mean like three. Out of the entire like four or five seasons, and I'm just like I don't, I don't care anymore, and so I don't know why they talked about this. It's such a huge boondoggle for them, because they keep yeah. throwing money at it at this point, and it's not going to get any better as far as how much money they're going to make. So I don't, I don't know why they even brought this up at E3. I would have put it, shoved it under the rug, and pretend that it never came out. I mean. I don't think they can. I think they're they need to scrape every dollar that they can out of Battlefront 2. So of course they're gonna bring it up again and try to be like, no, really, it's good this time, guys. Um <laughs> but it's in an not. effort to get a few sales from people who don't yet know how bad it really is. <laughs> who are living in North Korea at the time. Probably. Right. Probably. I don't, I don't whatever. Uh so the big I and I I say big I, I don't know if that's whoa, 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 whoa. You're about to skip over one of the best things. What's that? Unravel 2. Oh, my goodness. No. Yes, I love this game, and Yarny is back and with a friend. Yeah, so Albert from uh, the Cantina Cast in the Basement, he, he asked if anybody had heard of this because it was all over his timeline. And I'm like, yeah, it's a puzzle thing. And now you get to play with another guy. It's like, and he's like, yeah, well, kudos to their marketing team. But that sounds ridiculous. And God, it sounds it's, fun. Ridiculous. it's a really heartwarming story, too. The first uh, one was about Yarny and finding out about his owner and like what happened to him. He's on this journey. And then apparently we find out he's on, on, in the beginning of Unravel 2. He is on a boat and he loses his light. Um, and he, he shipwrecks on a, Wait, like a flashlight. Break. He loses his flashlight. No, he has like a little magical light that's in his yarn that does stuff. I don't really remember. <laughs> I think he just shows him where to go. Um, <laughs> well, what kind of game is that? Hey, this light's going to tell you where to go. Just follow it. Well, it, yeah, it like you're, shows you're selling it memory in the past. Yeah, okay. All right. Oh, it was cute. Whatever. It's, it's, it's available right now. I love whenever anybody is like, here's this game, and it's available right now. It just gets me excited. Right. So these were like, that. Like, look, there was a ton of stuff at each of these conferences, and we're only covering the highlights. Okay? So if you think that we've left something out, like, just you can let us know. Send us an email. Call us. Get in our Discord. Whatever you want to do. But, like, these are the highlights, right? Like, I'm highlighting Yarny. He's highlighting Yarny. That should give you some sort of clue as to what direction this podcast is going. 
Not a direction at all. So so we started off with Battlefield Five. That is a uh, that is not a new IP. Five mm-hmm. kind of denotes that. We then went to the sports balls. It's not like they came out with uh, a, a new a, a new sport. So all established IPs. Although I will be down for uh-huh. EA's Quidditch. <laughs> That's not a sport. Uh, Battlefront Two, obviously, again established IP. Anthem is the next one on the list. This is the last highlight. This is a brand new IP. So out of all the stuff that they they cover, like this is not this is like one of the very few brand new IPs. Yep. The state of gaming is where we're at. Release date, they gave us a release date for this, February 22nd of next year, 2019, and I just kind of laugh. There's no way it's going to come out then. It's a popular date. I think it will, because it was originally set for this year. Sure. So I think they pushed it back. They wanted to get out of Red Dead Redemption 2 area, which, again, smart. And I think they are also smart because they're getting out of Destiny 2's year 2 update, which looks really cool. And I'm going to try to get Squidney on again to talk about Forsaken. Yeah. All right. Let's so th- they, they're getting out of the way of all the big wigs. I think February is kind of the sweet spot now for video games, um, where historically we haven't gotten anything really in the spring and summer months. It's all been in the holidays. But now we're finding out that, you know, save your game for like February, March, and it's going to sell gangbusters. Well, yeah. So that's and what I think, here. Yeah, I think that they're kind of taking a cue from what Hollywood has done. If you want your movie to do well, don't release it when other big blockbusters are out. Yep, exactly. So you'll see, you know, people avoid Deadpool, avoid Avengers, avoid Solo, avoid whatever. So, uh, yeah, I guess. But whatever. The story is about what the gods have vanished. Like what gods? I don't care. They left the world in chaos again. I don't care. And you pilot some sort of exosuit called a javelin to protect the, your community. And again, I don't care. Uh, there are four different types just, of javelin. This isn't for you. It's not that any of this care. is bad stuff. It's not that any of this is unexciting stuff. It's just that you're a foggy old man. <laughs> well, that is absolutely true. There is no doubt about that. But it just doesn't interest me. The game, the, the I just don't care. I don't, sorry. Exactly. Sorry. This may be Which the greatest fun. game in the world, but it's not. I am super excited for it. Yes, the gods have vanished. Do we know what gods they are? No, you're on some kind of weird alien planet. So just, there are gods. They were making this world and they abandoned it halfway through. Were they terraforming it? I guess. I don't know. I'm sure we'll find out over the story. Wouldn't you think they say gods? Right. I think it's just an ancient civilization with super high tech stuff. So that probably, yeah, it was terraforming the, okay. the place. Yeah, because I was going to say, if they're gods, like. Because this, this planet is hazardous. Like, the environment is extremely destructive. The only way to survive outside of the safety of the city is wearing these javelin exosuits. So a lot of the weather and environment is going to play a part in as in the gameplay itself as you explore. This 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 sounds like it's going to be loot box heavy. This sounds I... like it's going to be loot box heavy. This sounds like it's going to be very much the opposite of what Battlefield 5 is because by this point, February 22nd of 2019, everyone's forgot about Battlefront 2 because I've forgotten about Battlefront 2, and it's it's June 13th, 2018. So I don't think EA has forgotten Star Wars Battlefront 2, and I don't think they ever will. They have specifically mentioned monetization in this, and they said, yes, there will be real money purchases, but no, there will not be loot boxes. There will be no gameplay advantages you get. You will know what you're buying when you buy it. And besides that point, this game doesn't offer PvP. It's just PVE content. This is just people. This makes even less sense to me now. Which agreed. And I kind of hope that they add some PVP, but they've come out and said they have no plans for it. Um, it's not coming at launch. They'll look at it later. If this game doesn't have PVP, it's, it's dead in the water. People aren't going to come back to this for just story content that they can beat in a day. Right. And that's, yeah. So I don't understand why you're excited for this. Because... I am okay. hopeful. Oh well, hope springs eternal. Unlike this show. Moving on, True. Mike. 
<laughs> Microsoft. Here's a big shock. They talked about Halo Infinite. Yep, we don't know anything about it. Yeah, they didn't tell you anything about it. Nope. They gave you no release date. All they did was say that they it was going to be Master Chief's biggest adventure yet. And it's in a new engine. We uh, do know that. Oh, that's exciting. Like, not really. The engine looks pretty bad if, if if the trailer was done in it. Yeah. Well, it looks more cartoony. Oh, well, there you go. It's semen thieves all over again. Hey. Yeah. Speaking of semen thieves, they talked about semen thieves. So again, as this... much as we hate semen thieves, see of thieves. No, it is we semen thieves. We talk about it every show. We really do. Every show. I don't know why. We need to stop doing that. Yeah, just don't don't give it oxygen. Well, this should give you some idea of how uneventful this E3 was for Microsoft, even though they had a ton of stuff. Like they talked about semen thieves. Uh, they also talked about near uh, automata. Finally. Coming to Xbox. Congratulations, Microsoft. You're year behind. Yeah. They're, at least they're getting a fantastic game. If they're going to get anything from PlayStation, <sighs> they got a good one. You remember that South Park episode where Des Moines, Iowa was three years behind everyone else? I feel like that's at Microsoft. They are just... I, yeah. If, when it comes to video games, they are three years behind everybody else. But when it I, comes I don't know, man. I, I think everybody is kind of behind everyone else in terms of different things. I don't know what that means, but thank you for trying to be. PlayStation uh, is behind in the 4K. PlayStation is behind in. But there's not. compatibility. But, but 4K, sure, I guess. But you could also argue that not having that backwards compatibility makes you money. So, you, you could argue that. Okay. But you have no proof. You know who else doesn't have proof? Microsoft, of anything. Uh, Forza Horizon 4. The biggest change to Forza Horizon 4 will be the implementation of seasons, which will add even more dynamics to, or dynamism, dy dynamism. I don't even know if that's a word. It's going to be more dynamic to the race. I don't know. The race is going to be more dynamic. Is that correct English? Again. <laughs> yes. Again, D it's late. And I'm dynamism is. Dynamism. Uh, yeah. If you're struggling with it. Basically. <laughs> what that means the quality of being characterized by vigorous activity oh my god stop googling <laughs> things during the show if you're gonna google things google anonymous so we both know what that means uh, i'm too lazy division two was yay anonymous. i'm excited for division two the I, only thing that might even potentially boot destiny off its throne i guess or i guess games as a service i guess it looks Mar good yeah. takes place in dc yeah march 15th 2019 I I, I am I enjoyed the first one. I played that for a couple of months before I got bored with it. So, you know, I suppose there's hope. I'll probably play this one again. It's not just it's not a Microsoft have... exclusive. Nope. So, it is not. Yeah. Well, I'll play. But since it was on their stage, we can probably guess that it's going to have some Microsoft exclusive content, mm -hmm. maybe an extra mission or maybe some pre-order bonuses, something like that. It'll be in 4K. Black Desert Online was talked about. That's coming to yeah it was yeah and so they're just trying to outsuck semen thieves i hey i like this game i know you do and i hate i hate it, it is so bad it's the most mmo grindy it is but so terrible. it's very pretty when this show first launched bishop and i tried to play this and it was so bad so bad yeah so it's not much better bad. maybe it'll be better with the controller in your hand we'll like, see like i said they're trying to outsuck semen thieves and they probably won't succeed uh, I don't know. I think the next game is going to no, suck Thieves. I'm telling you right now, this is the highlight of the whole E3 conference. Oh, Battletoads was announced. Uh, if you lived in the 90s, you know Battletoads. Battletoads God, I can't believe amazing. this is back. And it is back. And it will be better than ever. And I still won't buy an Xbox to play it. I thought it was great that Battletoads was the selling point for the Rare Replay when they made that Rare collection on Xbox. And... I don't know. Is this a good, like, sailing selling thing? Is this actually going to be good for sales? No, I'm not. Are they going to sell no. a lot of copy of Battletoads? No. Does anyone really want a new Battletoads? Well, we're going to ask that question a little bit later. So, probably not. It's not like I was clamoring for a Battletoads game. And like I said, I'm not going to buy an Xbox just to play Battletoads. So, uh, whatever. <laughs> good job trying to outsuck. Uh, semen thieves. It's just not going to work. Uh, Gears of War 5 was announced. Again, 
not a new IP. Are there any new IPs here that, that, that I missed? I mean, Halo, that's not new. Near Automata, just you're late. Seaman Thieves is new, I guess. It sucks. Forza is not so new. Division the, 2. The games that you highlighted? No. But yes, they did announce some actual new IPs. Oh, okay, wait. What, where, are they good IPs? Are they IPs that people are excited about? Well, no, because okay. Well, there you can't just say people no. People get excited for sequels and big AAA games, and big AAA focus on sequels. Right, big so you're AAA find things based on other things. Right. Well, big AAA needs to suck it up and start giving us some new IPs. You you do have a sequel to Ori and the Blind Forest, which Who? was a yeah. brand new game. They did announce well, that's not, a brand well, wait, wait, new wait, game wait, wait, from, from Software. But wait, that's you just said that's a sequel. That's not a new yeah. IP. Fine, and then I just gave you a new IP. Okay. Captain Spirit from Don't Nod Studios. Captain New IP. Spirit. What is this game about? Are you a cheerleader? It takes place. No, it's uh, you're this little kid. Okay. You're probably like 10 years old or so. You have a super active imagination. Yeah. Um, you, you pretend you are this like Captain Spirit, the superhero with all these magic powers. And you kind of escape into your imagination and and play pretend just by yourself. They never showed him with anyone else. In fact, they mentioned how he was bullied in school, and then it explores all oh, these really dark themes, like his father's alcoholism. Okay. But at the same time, no, his father has scenes me. where he's like a really good dad. Yeah. Where like when he finds out his son's being bullied, he's like, "Yeah, but they don't have something you have. You have the ability to tell the greatest story ever, and all this Power. stuff." Of imagination. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I don't want to hear any more about this game. It sounds stupid. You're stupid. <laughs> it sounds horrible. You're it horrible. sounds awful. It sounds and very social justice. Why don't they just call it social justice warrior? Session. Okay. They announced Session coming to Xbox. It's a brand new skateboarding sim game from Creature Studios. And this is coming exclusively to Xbox One and PC is in it, 2019. Is it going to rival... Tony Hawk, probably not. Probably because Tony Hawk Pro Skater Five was a yeah well, crap yeah. show. It was a crap show. Thank you for editing yourself, <laughs> as I already have so much work to edit out. Already. Tunic. They announced Tunic, a Zelda-like game with a little fox that's isometric view. It looks absolutely adorable, and I can't wait to jump in. Okay. Speaking of jump, Jump Force, oh new game from Bandai Namco, featuring a bunch of anime characters from the past fifty years of anime. Wait, are there going to be Bleach characters in there? Hopefully. Is Matsumoto going to be in there? They've only announced five so far. Okay, well, if Matsumoto's not going to be in there with her gigantic boobs, but then I don't care. Will. And then they also announced Cyberpunk. Well, they didn't announce it, but they showed off the first ever trailer, first look at Cyberpunk 2077. I've never heard anything. Not a new IP, technically, since it's based off of anything Xbox. Since Cab lost his mind over Seaman Thieves. So they did announce new IP. You can't say that they didn't announce new IP when you edit out all the new IP. Fair enough. That's fair. Let me let let me let me amend my statement. There are no good AAA new IPs. How's we that? don't know their new IP. How do you know if it's good or not? They just don't interest you, you fogey. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about Square Enix. God, you get. Grumpy when you're sleepy. Oh, you have no idea. Uh, need a nap. Shadow, do I do a need a nap. Oh my gosh, I do. Let's take a nap right now. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider was announced by Square Enix. Uh, now, okay, Square Enix, they didn't announce anything new, and I really hated their conference. Yep, uh, I was getting to that. Uh, full underwater exploration and survival while running tombs. There's going to be more of them, and they're deadlier than ever. Ta-da. Final Fantasy XIV is going to have a crossover event with Monster Hunter World. Sometime this summer. Now, I still don't know if Monster Hunter stuff is coming into Final Fantasy fourteen, or if there's going to be Final Fantasy fourteen stuff coming into Monster Hunter. Maybe I both. I think it's both. From like when you look at the the like the social media of both of these IPs, it appears to be both, but okay. maybe, maybe not. Uh, Dragon Quest uh, Eleven. Uh, I I'm know. Super stoked. Yes, I know. I was just going to say, Garrick is super stoked for this game. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's like if Dragon Ball Z was set in middle, medieval times with turn-based RPG mechanics. No, wait, medieval that. times, the restaurant? 
Or medieval. Oh, oh my god, that'd be great. <laughs> or Dude, a medieval times restaurant with everyone dressed up like Dragon Ball Z characters? Uh, yes. No, I thought that would be good. I hate Dragon Ball Z, by the way. That's that's fine. I don't like it, but I don't hate it. Alright, well. I don't know what you're indifferent to. But it's to the it. I, I say that because it's the art style. It's the same character creator that does the Dragon Ball Z guys that does the Dragon Quest guys. Right. So it looks the exact same. Um it has that still kind of like cell shaded cartoony art style. Uh and it's cell shaded graphics typically. I, th- I think this one is also cell shaded. It just looks a little bit cleaner. September 4th this year that is Can't coming out. Wait. Less than three months away. Yeah, and that will definitely Same come out. That'll come out. day as the Awaken, Awoken? Forsaken. The Forsaken Awaken, update Awoken, for Destiny 2. Forsaken. Awaken, Awaken. Sorry. That's fine. Uh, we'll get to Destiny 2 and you can geek out then. And then you can have Squid on and the two of you can geek out together about Forsaken. Can't uh, wait. Kingdom Hearts 3. And here's what I'm going to have. This is what I'm going to say about Square Enix. Now, Square Enix makes Kingdom Hearts 3, right? They are the... Yes. Okay. So this is what they did. They basically didn't say, didn't give you any new information. They just played the same trailer that Microsoft had played for Kingdom Hearts 3 earlier. So if it's not important enough for Square to really dive into the game that they make at E3, then it's not important for me, uh, uh, not important enough for me to react on. Now, we'll get into this later, but this is the first time that something like this has ever happened. I'm really excited. What? We'll we'll talk about it in the next segment. Okay. Is there anything that I missed here in the Square Enix crap fest that was their conference? No, I don't think so, because all they did was show trailers for games that have already been announced. Yeah. Now, we did get one, two, we got two. Two <sighs> new IP announcements. Yeah. We don't know anything about them. Right. One is called Babylon's Fall, developed by Platinum Games. It's coming to PS4 and Steam in 2019. We don't know anything about it. And then second, The Quiet Man. We're going to get more in August. It looks kind of like a brawler, and the main protagonist is is death. He's Quiet Man. Okay. This already sounds ridiculous. But however, uh, you know, represent the deaf community. I guess I'm all for that. There was a, a PS2 game called The Bouncer. From Square Soft. Do you remember that game at no, all? No, I don't. Now, is this game going to be completely quiet because you're playing as a deaf, the, the protagonist is deaf? Because it just sounds to me like it might just be they don't have the budget for sound. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. But I highly doubt that a okay. game coming from Square Enix doesn't have a budget. Right. Especially after Kingdom Hearts 3 launches. Yeah, right. And so, it's not like Yoshi no. P didn't make them a butt ton of money. Exactly. Oh, and just. Game. To let everyone know, Kingdom Hearts 3 did get a release date ahead of E3. It was announced September... No. It was announced the Saturday before E3. Um, and it's coming out January 25th, 2019. So yeah. it, that, it that won't hold. Barely passed out of its 2018. Uh, and see, here's the thing. Promise. If they could... Exactly. If they can't get it within the time frame which they promised, which would have been holiday this year, fall this year, it's not coming out. At the beginning of the year. Guarantee we will see this. I'm going to say, man, it's 50-50 odds if we see it before E3 next year. Yeah. If the Final Fantasy 15 thing hadn't happened, I probably would disagree with you. But the fact that they had a huge event where it was just all about Final Fantasy 15, and at the end of it, they announced the release date. And after that, it got pushed. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't believe any release dates from Square Enix until it's like a week out. Well, and they've had this problem in the past and they they even kind of poke fun at it at the Final Fantasy 14 Fan Fest and whatnot when they announce a new expansion. They kind of poke fun at it where, you know, the CEO has said, "Look, we we can't give you a date unless we know for sure that date's coming out." And everybody kind of chuckles and then they give you the date. And to their credit, they've pretty much stuck to it. But like that's the inside joke, I think, with everybody at Square is, yeah, our dates aren't really firm. They're not set no. in stone. They're set more in hopes and dreams and Sand. wishes. That's 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 too uh, that that's that's too permanent for them. Hopes, dreams, <laughs> and wishes are where they are set. Uh, I like sand. I know you do. For dust. Oh, you know who doesn't like sand? Anyway. Anakin. Uh, Sony. Let's talk about Sony's press conference. Um, 
Last of Us Part Two. Like, like, I'm erasing what you typed there. I typed yawn because I don't care. You again? You're just an old fogey. Old. Yeah. All right. What's this stupid game about? Have you not played the first Last of Us? No, I didn't play the first. If I played the first Last um, of Us, I might be a little interested in this one. You but, really need to play at least like the first 15 minutes. Why do I have to play the first 15 minutes of this? Because if you play the first 15 minutes of Last of Us, yeah. you will be hooked, and then you'll go play the rest, and I'm, I'll be happy. Okay, you know what? <laughs> I will do my best to play the first 15 minutes. Now, if I play the first 15 minutes of this game, and I don't go on to play the rest, what do I get? Nothing. Okay. You get absolutely nothing out of me. I'll tell you In what fact, I get. I you get, will lose respect. I get the satisfaction of knowing that I was right. You weren't, though, because you didn't actually play the game. Okay. Anyway, tell us what they announced for Last of Us Part 2. So, Last of Us Part 2. Do. What? Part 2. We're French. No, Part 2. We're French. Go! Come on! What is does it? not take place in France. Okay. It takes place in America. And in America, America. you have lesbians. Wait, wait, wait. And we find out wait, that is... Ellie is a lesbian as she kisses another lesbian. And then it well, cuts I, to this Are you making an assumption here about her sexuality? Because that can be very dangerous. What if she's bisexual? What if she's pansexual? What if she is a trisexual? I don't even know. You know what? It doesn't matter. This game already sounds stupid. You're stupid. And then it cuts to this extremely graphic image of her stabbing this guy in the neck Ugh. multiple times. This, You know what this, you, you know what this screams to me? This screams art. This video game is art. I'm trying to say something. You ever play Uncharted? Video game. No. You haven't played Uncharted either? No. I'm very selective about the games that I let into my life. Yeah, yeah. apparently you only play bad ones. Well, I did play Seaman Thieves. Like Seaman Thieves. <laughs> I did play <laughs> Seaman Thieves. Look, That's I, true. I, I just, I don't, I, I don't like these types of games. We're going to have to have a I Naughty know. Dog episode. Okay, fine. We can have a Naughty Dog episode. And I'm going to force you to play Last of Us sure. and Crash Bandicoot. Sure. And I'm not playing Crash Bandicoot. No, I've played Crash Uncharted. Bandicoot. I've played Crash. It's stupid. You're stupid. It's a poor man Sonic the Hedgehog. Last of Us 2 will be absolutely amazing. I am extremely excited. This is some of the most cinematic gameplay I've ever seen out of anything Sony or anyone else has done. It's some of the most visceral and just gruesome Detroit. gameplay I've okay. ever seen too so it's just gruesome it's just it's, violent for violent sake no this it's scene artsy. you saw was it's artsy it's not, it's artsy though. it is you just told me that she's a lesbian kissing another lesbian and then suddenly goes that sounds like something you would see at a Cannes film festival that i would stand up and walk out on all right in all fairness yeah we don't know <laughs> if she's a lesbian you're the one who said it. I was using your words. I and was the making... other person is definitely bisexual. I don't. You know what? I don't care. This sounds <laughs> so dumb already. I don't care. I really don't. This again. It is artsy for the violent for the sake of violence. And arts, it's, it's no, not I'm... at all. And I'm extremely excited for it. I <sighs> think this game portrays some of the darkest parts of humanity. Uh, Detroit Become Human in... did that same thing, and you poo pooed that game. It does not explore the darkest oh, depths. Oh, it most certainly does, sir. Not the darkest depths. Not oh, at all. Oh, you do not understand the dark depths of humanity's soul. I can't even talk. It's ridiculous. The game is ridiculous. It's making me angry. Destiny 2. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Look, I know people are going to be super excited about this. I know they are. And I didn't hate Destiny 2. Uh, the, the core game. It was fun for a while, and it would probably be more fun if I had friends to play with. But Garrick refused to play with me because, in all honesty, I suck. Uh, and I couldn't find a clan because, in all honesty, I suck. And so uh, I just, you know, I couldn't get into it, so I've lost interest. And while this Forsaken looks interesting because they've it sounds like they're changing some of the, the mechanics, right, of some of the PvP, is that... Did I read that there, right? 
they're changing a lot of just everything. They're changing the way the weapon system works. They're changing PvP, yes. They've already kind of changed a lot of the weapons in the game and made the exotics feel more exotic. So those weapons actually feel like exotic weapons, like they should. Um, and they've changed a lot of their mechanics. Um, and they've changed the PvP, PvE portion of the game, especially when it comes to damage output, to where your Destiny Guardian feels a lot more powerful shooting regular old grunts. But I'm most excited mm -hmm. for essentially all the player feedback that they've collected. They're trying to put as much as they can into this update in just three short months. Um, the biggest overhaul, I think, is going to be the weapon system. They're taking away the restrictions you have on weapons outside of the fact that you can only hold one exotic weapon at a time. I believe that's staying. But if you want three different sniper rifles, go for it. They're not going to stop you. They're not limiting you to this weapon slot must be a primary weapon like an assault rifle. This weapon slot must be a secondary weapon like a submachine gun. And this weapon slot must be Do a heavy all, gun. Like okay, so let's rifle. say you have three sniper rifles. They all share the same ammo, the same amount of ammo? We don't know, but probably. Yeah, see, that then it's still ridiculous. But what if you're only a sniper? What if you only use pulse rifles? What if you want something that has all three element types so that you don't have to choose. Get like, good scrubs. Like if you specific are, weapon. If you're just a sniper, then you're not playing the game right. Like, not not you necessarily. May, you may be really good at being a sniper, but that doesn't mean that you can't get up close with a shoddy. Like, it doesn't mean that you're playing the game right or wrong. I, there are okay, look, let's just talk tactical for just a second. There are tactical situations, and every tactical situation is different. And so, that's why you partner with other guardians. And that okay? Them. Now you're just being ridiculous. So you have a sniper guardian, and then you partner with a shoddy guardian, and, any, and then you. And any sniper worth his salt will tell you that he carries some sort of sidearm that does not share ammunition with his main rifle. Any Again, this is a game. Don't why are you so salty tonight? I'm just salty. I don't know why. I can't. I you know why? Because I'm tired. That's why. Should we do this another day? No. You are just mean i'm not mean i'm just saying that if you're if you're playing a, a first person shooter like you there are still situations that call for not using a sniper rifle so yeah, why would you okay well i suppose that's probably true i'll concede you that you can point. just quick scope headshots from 10 feet you, away do you, it let's you know i want to table this question and let's get the let's get the expert on let's get squidney on and see what Squidney has to say. Done and done. I'll get back to you. Okay. Let's do that. Because Next I... game. <laughs> Look at you. You're just like, nope, moving on. Yep. Ghost of Tsushima. Pronounced Tsushima. Tsushima, but with the symbol crash in front, like a Tsushima. Oh, we actually got some gameplay for this one, and it is this. Utsushi. Which means beautiful. Yeah. During the gameplay, the Mongols are invading Japan. You're on a mission to save a monk being held captive of a nearby shrine. Swordplay is fast-paced and deadly, something the developers call lethal precision, based on actual kendo, which is Japanese swordsmanship. And they've even involved real-life experts in ensuring the combat is as visceral and realistic as possible. No release date given. Outside of Spider-Man, this is the game that I am most excited for that was talked about at E3. Good. This one. This game looks amazing. This oh, looks God, beautiful. right up my alley. Everything you just talked about with their, with their fast-paced and deadly uh, lethal precision based on kendo swordplay. Everything I've wanted in a game for the longest time. I remember playing Bushido Blade. Oh, hell yeah. With a friend of mine for hours. Just he and I going out because that was, to this day, that is the best game for swordplay. Bar none. And this game looks like it's going to far surpass it. I was excited for For Honor, which they also talked about at E3, because of the swordplay. And that fell flat. Yep. Like, I tried playing it with Bishop and he and I just could not get through it. This was again, go back and listen to the episode. It's one of the very early episodes. Couldn't get I just it was bad. It was just bad. This looks amazing. I cannot wait for this game. Absolutely cannot wait for this game. 
high yeah, on my I'm, list of games to play. I'm extremely excited for Ghost of Tsushima to come out, and uh, we don't we know know when it's coming out. I hope it's next year. And twenty. But I have a I have a feeling it'll be later. Probably, but it, what they've got so far looks really good. It makes me yep. very excited. So I am I'm okay waiting for this kind of game. Because I think when it releases, it has game of the year capability. Absolutely. I think the most exciting thing for me about this is the fact that throughout the trailer being shown, there was no HUD. There was not any prompts of any kind. No. So I, I am extremely your excited to play this game with no HUD whatsoever. You learn your craft. If you're going to be a swordsman, you be a swordsman. Learn it dive into and that's what i love about these games which is why you think i get salty when i'm talking about tactical situations but that's what i want out of a game i want it to make you think i want it to force you to react to these situations like should i actually use a sniper rifle have you played xcom 2 yet no i refuse to play that crappy game why because it looks crappy but it's exactly what you want. It is extremely tactical. And you have real consequences. If you lose a character, goodbye character. Yeah. Start over with a level one. I don't know if I want those type of real life consequences. You know what? <laughs> should you have used a sniper rifle? Or should you have switched to their sidearm and used that instead? I don't know. You'll I, never know. I'll never know because I'll never play it. Uh, Kingdom Hearts you, 3. You save right before the action then reload and then see which one's better. Sony, right? <laughs> Oh, there's an exploit for you. Uh, Sony did talk Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, there's Yes, but and this is what I was going to get at. Yes, go. I don't know of any one game that has been on both Microsoft and Sony's stage. And Square Enix. And Square Enix showed a trailer, too. Like, the, the fact that everybody gets them. Like, we were surprised when we saw Kingdom Hearts 3 on the Microsoft stage. This has primarily been a PlayStation game. And then Square Enix reiterates the exact same trailer we already saw. And then Sony comes out with a brand new trailer just to be like, oh, yeah, you thought you saw something. You ain't seen Here you go. Yet. Yeah. Which Sony, I mean, I know Xbox is going to have it. Oh, they, they own the 4K. Uh, but Sony's where it's at. And uh, because of that, Sony has announced that there will be a limited edition Kingdom Hearts 3 PlayStation 4 Pro console uh it will launch uh the same day alongside uh a kingdom hearts 3 january 29th of 2019 uh, is it 29th? i said 25th earlier i don't remember which date it is it's the 29th 29th because i was thinking of the next game we're about to talk about which does release january 25th <sighs> yeah because this is the game that every gamer was clamoring to get a reboot of I was clamoring for this. Nah, Resident Evil 2 Remake. Nobody cares. Yes, I care. Oh, goodness gracious. This was my first Resident Evil. Uh, after I played Resident Evil 2, I went back and I played the first one. And I've been in love with the series ever since. I would say this is arguably the second best Resident Evil game of all time. Next. Because Resi Resident Evil 4 is really good. No, Resident Evil. It revolutionized gaming. It revolutionized the horror genre of gaming. It was amazing. I think it was Resident Evil so 2 good. did more to progress the horror genre. I am going games. to tell you right now, like, because you're not old enough. Wait, excuse me? You're not old enough. Excuse me. I remember sitting around. My parents went on a vacation to Hawaii. I remember sitting around with all of my friends. We turned the lights out. And we played this game, and I've never heard a bunch of grown teenagers, we were like 17, 18, 19, scream like little girls more than I did that night. It was amazing. It was a, it was a magical time. It was magical. I, I I really do think Resident Evil is the best Resident Evil game ever. Look, Resident Evil 7 was very good. It revolutionized it as far as VR and what VR can do. I, I've said that. I thought that was very good last year, but Resident Evil Seven, uh, or Resident Evil the original, is where it's at. I I don't even know. Like you're the only person I know is like, man, I'm really excited about Resident Evil Two remake. Like I really want to have it, but I think it's just all the coke that you've done with Ferris before you came on the show. I mean, we did do a lot of coke, but I don't think that distracts from how much that I think Resident Evil Two 
is way better than Resident Evil 1 and did a lot more for the franchise. All right, well, I think that's a discussion we could maybe table and have, have later. We're going to have a Resident Evil episode uh, now. This is going to be great. God, yeah. This is going to be exciting. This is going to be something. Uh, let's talk about Death Stranding. So this is let's. like one, one, of those, one of those. Does anybody know what this game is about? Because, Not yet. Okay, so all there was a ton of gameplay. There's like five minutes of gameplay that I watched. And it was basically Norman Reedus walking around with things on his back, whether it was a box on his back, whether it was a backpack on his back. And at one point, there was even just a dead body on his back. It was beautiful set pieces, just absolutely gorgeous. But it's just him walking with things on his back. It was the most ridiculous five minutes of my life that I'll never get back. I don't know what this I mean, game is about. I don't think that the producer knows what this game is about. And I certainly don't believe Sony knows what this game is about. I don't know if I'll buy it. It ended the whole, the five minutes of gameplay ended with, with a woman. Uh, 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 she ate a grub and you yeah. heard it. You heard her chewing it and, and crunching. It was, I don't even know. I don't even know. But like people are like, Oh, death stranding. It's got Norman Reed. It's going to be amazing. I don't know what, Tell me what it's about. You don't. Nobody has any inkling what it's about. So how do you know it's going to be amazing? Why are we excited for this as a gaming community? We're excited for it as a gaming community because it is coming from Hideo Kojima. I don't care if it's coming from the Lord God Almighty. If I, I mean, it's essentially in gaming, that's what he is. He is not. People need. This is why. Look, this is how. This is how we got. A way out, folks. Okay, this is how we got a way out. People were super excited for what Joe, for what Ferris was going to do, and how he was sticking it to EA, and we got a way out. That's what we got. So, like, game develop. Look, let's just Final Fantasy fourteen, like not a Realm Reborn, just a Final Fantasy fourteen. This is what happens when people are like, "Oh, it'll be fine." It'll be fine. It'll be fine. If it was fine, they'd tell us a little bit more about this game. But right now, we're getting squat. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> it's not going to be fine. Everybody, it's not going to be fine. But the gameplay, it looks it looks very pretty. No, no release date. No release window. There was nothing. There was just like, hey, look at this gameplay. This is from the god of, of video games. It's going to be fine. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fine. It's coming from Hideo Kojima. I'm confident it'll be fine. When it's not fine, what like is everybody gonna go, wow, Crowley? You nailed it. No. No one's gonna say that. They're just gonna they're gonna poo-poo uh, this Kojima guy. No, they won't. I will. Ko Kojima doesn't make bad games. That's uh, the thing. Okay. All right. Sure. If you don't like it, it's only because you don't understand it. <laughs> Nobody understands it at this point. <laughs> so, so uh, the actors, um, he has uh, uh, not Del Toro, Guillermo. Guillermo Del Toro. Guillermo Del Toro. So, yes, he has him in the game. He has. No, Benicio. Um, Are you talking about Benicio Del Toro? No, Gio I'm talking about the director, Guillermo. Yeah, that's the director, Guillermo. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Guillermo is in this game. Why is the director? Why is the director? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Benicio del Toro would be awesome. That would be game. that would make more sense. Well, I don't know about that. His role in the Last Jedi was dumb. Uh, but I, so I don't know. I like again, nobody knows why he's in the game. Why is a director in a game? Norman Reedus in a game makes sense. But like, it, I get the feeling that this is like some sort of survival game, because the woman at the end's eating a grub and she seems to be savoring it. So it's, she's either an alien. Or it's a survival game and you're eating grubs to live, which would make sense with Norman Reedus walking around this beautiful scenery by himself and a dead body sometimes uh, and 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 getting things. It seems like he's so, scavenging. So what we do get from the trailer is that there is essentially another world. And where Norman Reedus is as he's transporting things is this other world. There's one scene where he's in this building and he's talking about how he's surrounded by these guys and he's talking to somebody via like a, a headset and they're like, well, can you, can you come back? And he's like, no. And they're like, well, if you die, like you'll just come back here, 
but you'll lose the package or something like that. So he's in this other world, and it looks like he is dying. And then there's also this thing called the time fall, which is rain that ages everything it touches. And so the the woman eating the grub thing at the very end, she says like a, a I forget what she calls it. It's something weird, like a, a data bug or something keeps the, the time fall away. And she doesn't look to be savoring it. She's eating it. Wow. But she's not savoring it. She seemed to be. So I guess really it's some kind of weird thing that's a byproduct of the rain that I makes the rain remember. not affect you. I don't know. Yeah. Look, rain makes you old. I still don't know why there's a baby in your esophagus. Right? Giving you the uh, dude, like, this whole game's just weird. Yeah. All yep. Right. So, anyways, Guillermo del Toro, as another mm. director, Hideo Kojima talked to him and told him the entire story, and Guillermo del Toro still doesn't understand it. Right. Which, look, <laughs> this Guillermo del Toro puts out really weird movies. Yes. If he doesn't understand it, I don't think your your everyday gamer is going to understand it. This game is not, not going to do well. Not it'll sell well because it's coming from Hideo Kojima. The average gamer doesn't need to know anything else. Okay, now you're just pandering uh, to, to <laughs> Kojima. Uh, let's talk about Marvel's uh, Spider-Man because Garrick had said uh, to me that they wouldn't talk about Spider-Man because it has a release date. And then Sony ends uh, their presentation with Marvel's Spider-Man. Before uh, we talk about Spider-Man, oh, let me just say yeah. they announced a Neo 2. Yeah, they did announce Neo 2. Okay. Okay, Spider-Man, continue. This game is the most uh, uh, excited I can get for a game at this point in my life. I'm very excited. This is like uh, my excitement level is at a 12 out of 10. It's so hard for me because there's so many games coming out around this exact same time. But nothing looks this good. The combat system, the set pieces... The uh, the just even just the fl- the web slinging around the city looks so, so I, good. I love the web slinging around the city. I love the set pieces. I don't like the combat system because uh, it looks very Batman Arkham style, and I was not a big fan of that. But that's I'm, but that's very popular in this genre. Yeah, yeah. So I'm okay with them kind of ripping it off and and putting. The, I mean, it's different in the fact that he uses he's able to use the environment around him and so if you're clever enough you'll find things in the environment to help you and so that's where i at least that's the way i look at it so i'm very excited for this game this game looks absolutely just oh i can't wait i can't wait this is going to be a game of the year contender for me i can already tell you it will yeah Um, it's definitely going to be a game of the year contender i think it it's probably going to kick detroit off its high throne for you i don't know about that because detroit again (laughs) 12 out of 10 12 out of 10 uh, let's talk about Nintendo Direct quickly as we're quickly running out of time and people are probably already listen, tired of listening to me be salty about everything. So Nintendo Direct. Uh, Damon X Machina. Look, Ma, new IP finally. Except I've already announced like seven other new yeah, IPs. Whatever. That... You announced tiny little games that no one ever is ever going to play except you. This is a tiny little game. This is a little Nintendo game that looks very core anime style. Yeah, but they're all like it could be argued that most Nintendo games are little games at this point. Oh, don't cite me, sir. Don't you cite me. At least it's not the Xbox. It's true. Yeah, it is true. I, I get more play out of the Switch than I ever would an Xbox. Uh so yeah, so they kicked off their conference by showing off this brand new game. It looks like a Mech Warrior combat game where players control a mech. Uh it looks like Mac Warrior. That's really all you need to know. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Two yeah, is go. getting a new yeah. expansion. It's an Pokemon. Expansion. Yeah, yeah, nobody cares. I care. Wait, <sighs> so okay, so they really didn't show anything in their direct, but after their direct, they had their Nintendo Treehouse, and they did show off like an hour of gameplay. But did they and talk about? Did they talk about their service? Their service. Their their online service that they're going to have, like. You know, we've got the PS Plus, or you've got the whatever turd Xbox you. I haven't watched the entirety of Nintendo Treehouse, so I don't know if they've discussed that in any more detail or not. Because the big thing that I was thinking was that you were going to get, when you bought Super Smash Brothers, you were going to get a year of their service for free. They, they, as far as I have seen, 
They haven't announced anything yeah. like that. Which I thought would have been perfect because it's it coincides with that release. No. No, it doesn't? No. No? Well, then what do I know? Why am I even here? I don't know. I don't know uh, they did announce Super Mario Party, new party game for the nah, Switch. We'll find out more. It launches October 5th, 2018. I got some questions for this one, but we'll have a Nintendo-centric episode later. Fire Emblem Three Houses is a new Fire Emblem game. Uh, looks to be a really pretty same co- tactical combat that we, we know and expect from Fire Emblem coming spring of next year. And then Fortnite got officially announced. Yes. I was right. My prediction was right. It's available right now. Right now. Right now. Uh, I have not totally not been playing it while we've been uh, podcasting. Overcooked wow. 2 got an announcement. Wow. Yeah. And I'm excited for this game. I'm sure. All right. Look. So there are a couple things that came out of E3. Uh, the the most important being that I now owe Garrick a steak dinner because they did not at any point talk about the PlayStation Five. Nope, so, they did not. Xbox did, however. Yeah, I should have I should have went with Xbox because they were the ones that kind of needed to because they're they, yeah they need sucks. to prove a point. So yeah, Xbox said that they are working on their next console. Later on, we got confirmation from I think it was IGN who said uh, that they are not planning for the system to come out until holiday 2020. So we got a couple years of life left in PS4 and Xbox. Yeah, which that, it, I was just going to say that should give you some idea when PS5 yeah. is coming out. So. Exactly. I'm sure PS5 will be out 2020 as well. So And the, then apparently it, Xbox is doing a like family of tech, yeah. not just one Xbox, but they'll have like multiple devices. Oh, so they're getting a VR unit. Maybe they, they may have an Xbox VR. They may have they may launch with like, this is your Xbox two and this is your Xbox two X like right at launch. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, uh, I don't care. I won't buy one. That's a reports going right now. Right. I won't buy one. I will get the PS, PS5 and I will get the PS VR for the five unless the PS VR works with the five, in which case that uh, would save me some money. Uh, so let's, so whenever we're in Indianapolis in August, I guess I owe you a steak dinner. Yeah, boy. Wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, the other, uh, the other thing, let's do the, let's talk about the overall. Like what, what, what did you think of E3 overall, uh, E3 2018 Garrett go? Overall, I, I don't know. Wasn't as exciting as other years. Sony's conference was weird. EA well, kind of was exactly what I expected, but Square Enix, I expected more from them. We didn't hear anything about Shenmue 3. We didn't hear anything about Final Fantasy 7 Remake. There there were so many games that I was expecting out of this conference that they never said, and there kind of weren't any surprises, and the, the few surprises there were, I don't really... They're so far out there that... It's like, why get hyped about it now when I won't see it until 2020, 2021 even. Right. And that's kind of where I'm at. This this year was... We didn't talk Bethesda at all. No, no, we didn't. Do we need to? I mean, Elder Scrolls Six confirmed. Yeah, but that's not a... Starfield is a new sci-fi franchise, so I was right on that prediction. Yeah. And uh, Fallout 76 looked really good, and I've already pre-ordered three of the $200 talk, You know what? This weekend, let's talk Fallout 76. Let's give a Done. real in-depth thing. So we'll talk about that this weekend uh, or next week whenever we get the, the podcast up. So we'll be talking about that. We'll, we'll talk about some other things uh, as well. Uh, I'll, I'll, we'll cover uh, Hours of Darkness. We'll cover, uh, I don't know, whatever else. But this E3 was just kind of lame, wasn't it? It was just, it, it felt... Was, yeah, it was very underwhelming. It was it was pretty lame. I. I really feel like I need to dig through all the day one show that they've done. Like Nintendo had a thing set up. GameSpot had a thing set up. Um, Sony's had a thing set up. And it's just like, <sighs> there's a lot of info out there and you got to dig through it right now. Their conferences, though, were a little lackluster. Yeah, for sure. It was kind of lame. And by kind of, I mean, I had zero interest in even watching it. There, were, there weren't any surprises other than Garrick being absolutely wrong about Spider-Man being mentioned. And me being absolutely wrong about PS5 being mentioned. Uh, it just kind of sucked. The lack of new IPs. And when I say new IPs, again, I have to preface this, preface, preface this because 
Garrick will will want to split hairs. When I talk about a new IP, I mean a new IP that people, and when I say people, I mean mainstream gamers, are going to be excited about. I don't mean small indie developers putting out new games. What I mean is big, giant IPs putting out a brand or, or big, giant AAA gaming studios backed by a big publisher putting out new IPs, putting out new ideas, putting out new names in games. And you're just not seeing that. Everyone seems to be playing it safe. And I'm kind of looking at you here, Assassin's Creed. It's kind of just leaves me feeling that the state of games right now is a little stale. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about Assassin's Creed. Confirmed, female protagonist. Right. Again, not a surprise. So, you know, it doesn't mean that there aren't some great games coming out, or it doesn't mean that there aren't great games in development. Like, I'm sure Assassin's Creed, with their female protagonist in in Sparta, with where that just doesn't even make sense, uh, it, is, it's going to be good. Despite... Yeah, it does. Did you ever see 300? Yes. There you go. Uh, I, 300 is not historically accurate either. Uh, Who cares? It was a good movie and a good comic. Okay. So, again, I just think that these these big companies, they're, they're playing it safe. And I think E3 overall as a conference just got played safe. And it played itself out. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't see the need for E3 anymore. Because if this is yeah. what it is every year, where it's just, we're not going to have any surprises, we're not going to have... Then just have big, have a big conference or a big press conference separately. Like if Sony's going to have a big game, like then schedule a press conference and everyone's going to be like, oh, there's something big coming out, something big. I just feel like this is just played out. It's over. It's just it's been corporated to death. So you can't take any risks. You can't because at fear of offending somebody, uh, or they don't care. In the case of Battlefield Five. So I, I don't know. It's kind of done with E three. I give it a four out of ten. I just think it's kind of eh. might be time to try something different. I give it a six out of ten. You give everything just a little bit higher than I do, just because you don't want to be seen as salty. I mean, I'm a little salty, but <laughs> you are like the entire ocean for Sea of Thieves. Seamen thieves. Seaman thieves, which I've heard. Seaman is salty. That is the show. I'm Crowley. That's Garrett. We'll see Why? you next time. Why?